All right. Yeah, what's good? It's your boy, Sapri706. This is the Dirty Bird Nation Report, the unofficial official podcast of Falcons Twitter. Ah, we're here. We're back. Uh, I was uh, trying to get Jif to record prior to the big uh, incident that happened in Falcons Twitter and in the NFL, but she opted to wait, and I see why, because now we have so much to talk about. Not just that Julio Jones has officially departed, jetted out of the Falcons uh, facility, but a lot of you fans are continuing to show why fan is short for fanatic. Y'all are insane. Y'all are ridiculous. But let me introduce our guests. We have uh, the legend Eric Robinson, uh, Jeff no. Queen, of course. No. And we have uh, Josh, who's hiding his face because he can't stop crying from Julio Jones leaving the Falcons. What's good, y'all? It'd be all right, man. It'd be I'm okay. Not crying. I'm not crying. My hair just looks terrible. Damn. Does it? Okay, let me just say, I was on vacation, okay, when it happened. So that's not my fault. I was okay. busy. Do your job. Oh shit. I don't I don't want to do my job when I'm on vacation. That's why I'm on vacation. Hey man, no days off. But anywho, what, what do we want to start with, man? Like, cause there's there's a lot of nonsense, and I guess we'll start from the beginning. Um if you haven't heard, we'll start from the very beginning. What really kicked this off, and I think this shaped the perception for a lot of fans is the whole undisputed incident, which they have not spoken of since because they probably violated all kinds of laws. But essentially, uh, Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones, where it's looking like Julio didn't know he was live in the air, and essentially said he's out of Atlanta, which started a whole firestorm of the media, fans, Twitter, of course, is in a frenzy. Now Julio's a snake, he's a traitor. Now all of a sudden he's injured all the time, doesn't show up to practice training camp. He's not loyal. Whatever narrative you want to spin to hide the pain of probably one of the best receivers in the NFL and clearly the best Falcon in Falcons history leaving the team. So that transpired. There was a lot of talk where he might go. There was a little bit of alleged shade thrown because Julio said he wanted to go to a winner and go with the quarterback who had a quote-unquote big arm. And finally, the final shoe dropped, and he ended up going to the Tennessee Titans to join his uh, his son, A.J. Brown, who stands him all the time to the point where he's wearing his jersey at practice, which is kind of weird. And uh, the Russian king, Derrick Henry, and uh, Ryan Tannehill, who people were kind of portraying as the weakest link in this uh, this offense. But that's neither here nor there. So we'll start with Eric. I want to get your takes on the whole situation, man, because I see you tweet pretty regularly on this stuff. So. On the, on, the, on, the, on, the undis, on the undisputed thing? Just the whole situation. Cradle um, Well, I mean, we might as well start at the undisputed thing because that's pretty mm-hmm. much how we got a clear picture of how the story unfold. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, we from that situation, we found out that he actually approached the team with this idea of wanting to get traded. Um, which changed the perception, of course, because it wasn't as if the team wanted to ship him out. It was more of he wanted to be out. Um, So I'll tell you this right now. I still don't believe to this day that he didn't know he was live. I can't can't sit here and fathom that because you, you may not watch the show on the daily, but you know who Shannon Sharp is. And you know what time he's on ES on Fox Sports every day. Like it's, he's on the same time five days a week. 
So for you to get a phone call and you didn't answer and then you call them, but I, I just, I can't look at, I can't look at this and say, he got a phone call from Shannon Sharp and he's looked, he looked at his phone and says, Oh, I wonder what Shannon wants. Like, come on, man. Like, seriously. I, I, hmm. I, I, I back on that a little bit only because like clearly with this podcast, I live in a different time zone. I'll be like, Oh shit, we supposed to start. So maybe he's somewhere else training. Maybe he's not paying attention. Maybe he got done running laps or something like that. He's like, oh, shit, Shannon's calling me to see what's up. And depending on the relationship, how often they talk, maybe he generally didn't know. You know I, no, I think maybe this I, was a, I think this was what a did we have to gain from doing this, though. I think this was this. Hold on. I think this is a coordinated plan between the two. I think this was something put together behind the scenes. Um, and the reason why I said that is because you felt that the trade talks were not going as fast enough for Julio. So with him being close to Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp has played the sport, of course, for so for so long. He's been in he's in journalism now. He has plenty of connections. I guarantee you, if this was coordinated, Shannon told him, here's how you can push the envelope on getting traded by taking it public. Because Julio, this is not something Julio has ever done. He's never on social media like that. He's he doesn't really. His interviews are kind of short and sweet. It he this was something totally against Julio's ammo. So he, so for all of a sudden now when he wants to get traded, he's going to go against the grain and do something that he's we'd never imagined him to do. Like it's just, I I can't I can't sit here and think that this was really just a situation where he got called and he didn't know he was live on the air. So he said, yeah, I'm out of there. I think this was a coordinated plan put together. I'm be So we're honest. saying that Julio, he might be, we're saying Julio Jones is that much of a mastermind to risk the legal ramifications that are coming with fight. You think neither, neither one of them, neither one of them knew what now there's nothing legal that can happen to Julio. This is more whatever what, what the legal ramifications that can come from it is from Shannon Sharp himself because of what he because he was placed in Los Angeles. All we know, we don't know where Julio was. Julio may I'm not saying, have been in LA. So I'm saying for Fox. So you think Fox Sports Network would be willing to risk whatever could happen legally? They didn't know. They didn't know. Skip so didn't know. Risk his job. Yes. Yes. You want to. You want to know why. You want to know why. You want to know why. Because Shannon Sharp is a, a analyst who has played the sport. He doesn't believe in journalism ethics. Those type of play. Those type of analysts. They don't care. They don't care what ramifications you have to go through. They don't care what hoops you have to jump through to get these type of interviews to get information like that. They don't care. They do whatever they want. I.e. Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul, Pier Paul Pierce, another example. Paul Pierce that's, doesn't that's care. That's not the same example. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it's it's the fact that these former players, they don't care about certain standards and guidelines when it comes to journalism. They do what they want. They okay, go if, against I'm, if, I'm, if I'm Fox Sports 1, I want Shannon Sharp to care because that's going to cost that company a lot of money for him doing that with the base in California. And based on the stuff that I've seen, the reporting that's been done around this, it seems like Julio didn't know that he was on the air, but at the same time, he also doesn't care, you know? So Fox sports, you know, whatever that show is, they're good, but 
that's still a bad look for Shannon Sharp, though. It like, is. It is. Like, it Fox, is. Fox Sports can't. They cannot let that happen again. That cannot. A bad, it is a bad look, and we may never. If it's something that's, you know, if there's a punishment that's going on behind the scenes, of course we'll never know about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be handled under the table. But I do think, I, I do think this was something that was kind of pre-planned, and he didn't let anyone in on it, in my opinion, because this was. I. I don't. I. I don't think. When when have they ever discussed trade talks on a show on Undisputed where they actually called up like they've never done that before? They've never called a player and say, "Hey, man, what do you think? Where do you think you're going?" Like this is to me, this is this was a scheme. It was a plan that was put together. I I, I really do think that. I think Shannon Sharp was a mastermind mastermind behind it, and he didn't know. I don't I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into because of that. I really don't. I, really I, can, I can see that angle. I, I just, I, and if that's the case, that really shines light on how bad he wanted to get out of there. Because that's that's a lot of coordination going on to force a trade. You know what I mean? So. Well, you know whose fault this really is? Why Eric side like that? I, Fuck you, man. Who? Whose fault Terrell, is Terrell Owens. It's all his fault. What? That's where this all started, you know? When they got together that one time, I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. I was scared to say, damn, he can't, he can't train with T.O. But anyway, that's 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 you know that's neither here nor there. That's that's done. They've been trade. He's been traded. Um, okay, <laughs> hold your Josh, what are your thoughts? I, I want to hear what your thoughts are because I know that it's been a tough time. Yes, I'm ready. I mean, I. At this point, it really didn't matter if he knew or not. That's how he felt. Maybe he conspired to, 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 to get Shannon to put it out there for him. But I mean, that's the way he felt. He said it. That's it. So you have no feelings towards the whole situation? No, I mean, I just didn't like how he was just like, oh, I'm out of there. Like, like, like that's just it. Like, you didn't okay. know he was on TV. He was being honest. Oh sure. Okay. If All you right. believe that. Nah, yeah. <laughs> like, do we want athletes to be honest or not? Like he wants out of there? That's what he said. What is what is he supposed to say in that spot? No, but but in a situation like that, even if it even if he didn't let's just hypothetically say he did know he was on air, why are you taking that to Fox Undisputed? Like this is these these type of situations are delicate. Like a situation like that could have really, really hurt the trade discussions between the te- between two teams. Because is it going to hurt Atlanta or is it going to hurt Julio? It's going to hurt Atlanta. So if I'm Julio, why do I care about that? I don't care what the Falcons. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> so should, I'm going on TV. I'm going putting a flame through this shit. But I'm thinking about. But I'm thinking about myself. Like if I'm Terry Fontenot and I'm trying to have trade discussions, and all of a sudden my star receiver. That I he now gets on undisputed and say, hey, I'm out of there. Now it's gonna hurt my leverage. I'm looking at it like, well, damn. Now now teams are gonna look at me and say, well, shit, you gotta trade him now because he just went public on air and say he's gone. So it's it's gonna trade. It's gonna it's gonna hurt that that it, that leverage talks because now teams may not be forceful to give a first round pick. They may not want to give a second round pick now because now the ball is in your court. You have to make a trade because you got a player who publicly said he wants to get traded and this can definitely end up 
him being a very disgruntled player later on down the line, which you don't want to deal with as a rookie GM. So, you know, for Julio, it's again, this is it wasn't part of Julio. Like this is this is something Julio has never done. This is something we never thought he would do to take it to this extent. He never even gets on social media. But for him to want to push that envelope that he, you know, wanted to get out. It is what it is. I mean, I've, I've heard a few things as far as why why all this really started and, and where it started from and all that type of stuff. But it's just, it's an to me, it's an ugly look. It's an ugly look for Shannon Sharp because all he cares about is ratings. He doesn't give a shit. It's an ugly look for Julio. Um, and it's to me, it's, it's an embarrassment for the Falcons. Like, my God. Like, it's just, they're already a punching bag as a team <laughs> as it is now. Now you're going to get made fun of even more because now your star receiver is declaring on national television that he's gone. Like, it's just, what else does this franchise have to go through? When it rains, it pours. Jalen, yeah, what are your thoughts right on, the whole, uh, on the whole situation? Or not, I guess Jalen. Hold, hold on, hold, hold, no, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, make my my hibachi look sexy because I don't give a shit about <laughs> just, just anything going on right now. But uh, <sighs> no, nah, I I didn't care about the the undisputed stuff. Didn't care at all. It was shit happens. Uh, I don't care about Julio being traded. Good for him. Thank God he's out of the cesspool of an organization. Because um. <laughs> Because literally, I, I've been off of them since they rehired Dirk Cutter, and, and then this offseason, they just easily just made everything worse with everything they did. Like they literally went away from the blueprint, and now they're just stuck. So I don't give a shit. Hopefully, Julio can win something. I don't. I don't think the Titans the place for him to do that. But hopefully, you know, he does some stuff, and that's it. I don't care. I mean, the AFC South is pretty cheeks, though. Like that, that division is yeah, in but, race. But they have a. a I, 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 I will, I will say this: you still have the off, Their offense looks good, but I still don't think they're the division favorites. I still think the Colts are the team to beat. The only way, the only way, quarterback. Oh yeah. Um, the Colts have the Colts have a very good. The Colts, the Colts have a very what? They have a very good run game. They have, oh, they have okay. the better, they have the better defense. They also they have, have the, the better offensive line. Exactly. Who is their quarterback? <laughs> what? Carson, Carson Wentz. That's the one dancing. So I mean, are you? I mean, so you're saying they? You have the the Titans have the advantage with Ryan Tannehill? Is that where you're going with this? I I didn't say. I was asked who their quarterback was. I would say I that because I did not. I know. would say that. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> That's a, I would say that based on the way Carson went to play last year. But. You put a lot of weight on that man's shoulders. When, again, I get Tannehill, according to Twitter now, is not good enough to have Julio or whatever, but no, there's, no, no, less, no, no, no. there's, there's less weight on his shoulders. You know what I'm saying? For, he has, he has more to work with. I think, it's, I think it's plenty of pressure on his shoulders now because he doesn't have Arthur Smith around. Exactly. So now, now it's really on him. To make this work, I mean, I feel unless like Dirk Cotter is coming out of retirement, there I feel like not too many people can mess that up. Like, Todd, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you even know who the OC is for the for the Titans right I, now? I, I, I don't. I don't. It's it's a it. it's a guy who's been OC for one year, and that one year was in 2017 with the Raiders. 
And now he has Derrick Henry, Julio. Is he a tight end coach? Who, Todd Downing? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I believe so. I mean, to be fair, it. I mean, their their playbook don't really need to involve that much with three freaks at skill positions. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, run the ball, Derek Henry, run the ball, Derek and their offense, and, and their offensive line is really it's still good. So yeah, t- uh, Tennessee still has to throw the ball. Like, I mean, it's it, either or. It doesn't. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a still, good. He's a good thrower. I got. He's not a great, He's not a better thrower than Matt Ryan, but he's a good thrower. You can't tell Titans fans that they think he's elite now. Wait, what? Well, yeah, How? that's because he had one good season where he threw the ball like five times a game. But like that's that's every fan. We real. You got people on Falcons Twitter mad that Julio left, and he's been here for eleven years. Like. Oh, it, man, that's just how fans tweets. work. Everybody's an idiot. Oh, I got some too. <laughs> every every fan every <laughs> fan is an idiot. I'm I'm not even surprised. Podcast and just bad tweets I've okay, heard my, on Twitter. My thing, I, I'm trying to keep this on the Falcons and not go to the AFC South, but uh, I don't have a problem with 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 what Julio did. I want to see more players do that. I want someone to say, you know what? Let me call up Aaron Rodgers. Hey, what do you think, bro? How you feel like in Green Bay? I don't want. I want him to be like, you know what? Get me out of here. You see what they're doing. You see what they've done. So, okay, so, not so much of anything. Here's the, so so here's here's the thing. feels the same way. Get me out of here. These guys here's, aren't doing what I want them to do. They're not. They're wasting my time. If I can get on this TV instead of flamethrower to that organization, do it. I I get your point, but the sit to me the situations are much different with Aaron Rodgers than it is with Julio Jones because Aaron Rodgers. Is not on the same page with anyone in the front office, and he's not on the same page with the head coach. I don't think Julio is really. I don't think Julio really has that much hatred or dislike for Fontenot and Arthur Smith. He just doesn't. He just he's ready to to turn that page. That's all that is. How can he be on the same page? It's his third GM since he's been there. <laughs> they keep having new GMs, new coaches, and new OCs. It's second you know GM. It's his second, it's his second GM. It's his second, GM. second GM. Fourth coach. Okay, fourth coach. He just started fucking losing, and oh yes. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We'll see, we'll see. Okay, but he just people are getting mad at people are getting mad at Julio. Get mad at Arthur Blank. What are you doing, bro? Great point. You have Great the point. greatest. You have arguably the greatest wide receiver in NFL history so, on your team. You so, arguably have a top ten quarterback ever on your team, and what are you doing with them? So here's besides wasting their time. Here's what I want to address with Julio, and Jalen is right. He's tired of losing. Well, they got rid of the problems as far as why they were losing. Exactly. So, what, so what's the issue now? Because you, you, once that bridge is burned, they got rid of they got rid of partial problems. But if you, you have been of, losing every time you changed your team, your your coach, I don't think that really matters. It's like he don't he don't have time to be waiting for this coach to be good. Like we don't even know if he's gonna be good or not. Julio doesn't know that. Julio is about to. He has maybe three good years left. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That trust is fractured you, right now. You don't, you don't, you don't have time at that point. He's just like, I've made enough money or whatever. Even if his whole thing with him wanting a new deal, I know. Give, give me one second. <laughs> just like he, he just tired of losing, and I don't blame him. I'm I, tired I, of them losing I, too. I get that completely. I get that completely. But my rebuttal to that is, I'll be quite honest with you. This is a lateral move because. The Titans with Julio Jones is not that much better than the Falcons with Julio Jones. Like I'm not looking at I'm not looking at Tennessee right now and saying, man, they are Super Bowl contenders. They've always been playoff contenders in my in my opinion. I just don't think 
there's enough there for him to even win the Super Bowl in Tennessee. Their defense is, is below average. They don't have that play caller anymore. And there's still a question mark hanging over Ryan Tannehill. So, hmm. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think this is but, a, Okay, I'll, 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 I'll tell you that after Gif, because she's been holding her hand up politely for the last like, 17 <laughs> minutes. So, Okay, let's get into that article real quick from, was that Monday? Whatever Monday that morning, Yeah, that shit. Julio said he was tired of losing. However, according to this article, he had a strong relationship with Quinn and wanted like him to stay around or whatever. Like, bro, what are you? What are you like, doing? I'm confused. Is anyone else confused? I'm, you're I'm confused. I was, I was confused too. You're, you're, you're tired of losing, which we all are. But Quinn started one and seven in 2019 and zero and five in 2020. What do you expect the team to do? Like, there's he's he was he's already been around longer than he should have and the fact that they started on five like bro come on man you gotta you you gotta uh, what what is it you want do you it's want like, the do you want the chemistry do you want to win what is it it's like i don't know what Quinn has on these players man him i don't, I don't get it either kiki like like this man was he was we were losing games with him i i get it you like the, the the man, the guy that he is as a coach. Yeah, coach, he's horrible. So why are you advocate advocated for this man in any capacity? Again, we we only see what like happens on the field, but like behind doors, we don't know like the reason exact reason. Obviously, it's gonna fall on the head coach because he's the head coach. But like for all we know, he could have been trying to. He could have been doing. Apparently, everybody loved him. Like maybe oh, it was just more they don't they don't like the the. Like higher up, like Rich McKay or Thomas Dimitrov or there's, anything like that. Maybe they just didn't like him. There's no question. Everyone loved Dan Quinn. Everybody, players, staff, front office, media, everyone loved Dan Quinn. Everybody <laughs> loved Dan Quinn. There was not an issue there. Um, but again, it goes it goes back to my my question as far as if if okay, well, I'm gonna because I'm I'll look at Julio as this then if. The last three seasons went the way that they went. And if you're obviously telling me that Dan Quinn is not the problem, what is the issue? I I will want to know what is the issue. Is it is is it you don't feel there's enough playmakers on defense? Is the offense, does the offense need to be fixed? Do they need to make some changes in the front? Like what needs to be fixed? Because obviously you're sitting here and telling me the head coach who has been behind the insufferable losing that they've had the past three years, you're telling me he's not the problem. Like he's obviously so what if like I like I, I, I agree with you, but what if he says my problem is Matt Ryan? Then what? Damn. Now we're getting <laughs> then somewhere. what? Okay. Yeah, now we're what? now we're getting somewhere. Then you gotta <laughs> pick between the, the quarterback or the wide receiver. Exactly. I don't believe any of those reports about Matt Ryan. Yeah, I, I, I believe I I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Julio and Matt Ryan have very are very very close. I'm pretty sure he doesn't really care about Matt Ryan. I'm just saying. Like, what if that's like what what would happen? They were like, all right, what can we do to fix this to keep you here? They say, get rid of Matt Ryan, and give me another contract. Then then what do you do? I mean, it really depends on when they when he says that. Because if, if he does it in the off season, then. You well, now you probably can't because of Matt Ryan's contract is terrible and exactly. Untreatable. But plus, yeah, plus, you just got to suck also, it up. I would also want to know, like, okay, 
what is the issue you have with Matt? Is it the fact that he just doesn't have the deep arm? Is it the offense that needs to change around? What is because let's be quite honest here. I mean, the offense has produced as much as they could, given the fact that they had a, a shitty play caller and their defense couldn't hold leads. They've still been able to produce. So I again I'm looking at Julio like, what is the problem there, dude? Because I don't you're 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 telling me you want to win, but you're not telling me what needs to be fixed. If you're a star player, you're a leader in the locker room. I want to know what needs to be fixed. What do you feel needs to needs to happen? Because apparently, apparently he felt no one needed to be fired. Even after starting one and seven and then zero and five, he felt like no one needed to be fired. Well, I mean, gets- if you if you remember every interview he had after those games, he was always saying it's not on the coaches, it's on us. Like we have to just do what we're supposed to do. So if he thinks that like so like I don't again I I don't know what's going on before. Only thing we can see is what happens on the field. We saw everybody needed to go, literally. We saw like it was done. Everybody needed to go. But for him, it could be completely different. It's just again that's this is why I don't really like like care too much. Like whatever he felt, he felt it's valid. Like. Give no, him his flowers and let him let him move on. Like I I, I don't want to I don't want to like sit here and think about it because then it's just gonna make me more mad that they're just so fucking idiot like idiotic like <laughs> that entire organization is just so dumb and so they how, just so how, bounce it back every time. So how did they mismanage this King like, Quest? That they... that lit that literally that literally does not matter anything because Matt Ryan has missed throws to Julio. Julio has dropped balls from Matt Ryan. That I, I want to stick on that matter. point. I want to stick on that point because apparently now, after Julio made those comments about a quarterback throwing deep balls that he can run under, the corny Twitter fucking commentators and whatever those people are produced videos of Julio dropping a couple wide open passes. And my biggest rebuttal of that is like, it's a crazy standard that the clear best player on your team has to have a standard of perfection. You know what I'm saying? Like people drop passes, quarterbacks make throws, people miss blocks. But the turn, the turn code on him that quick to bring up a couple of drop touchdown passes to essentially say, like, oh, well, they, they threw you the ball deep and what'd you do with it? You dropped it. Like, this is, what, this is what we're doing. This is what we've been reduced to. Guys, like, come on, man. I mean, this could also this could also be the problem. Like, it's one thing to have to deal with a an owner who's asleep at the wheel and keeps letting like there's no continuity in the front office or with coaches letting OCs go, letting quarterback coaches go, and then you have to deal with this fan base who we when you who, who when who when a a rookie gets drafted on his draft day you guys are flaming this kid for one play in a national championship game against Clemson, and then like and then now when he's gone you guys are like wow that number two in Tennessee that looks ass. I'm not hurt, but that shit looks ass. And like now you're posting pictures of him dropping passes. Now we don't need Julio. Fuck Julio. Julio a traitor. He don't love us like that. Like I don't want to deal with that either. It's one thing to deal with the guys in the locker room and the guys in the front office. Why do you think his accounts have always been private since he's been here? But but Mark, like like how Eric just said, they they fired Quinn. They fired TD. They're getting rid of the problems that we're having. So what is the true issue that you have, Julio? You want to win? Okay, let's get rid of things that are not helping us win. You're getting rid of them too late, and you're getting rid of them midseason. <laughs> like, okay, you waited five games to fire. Like, who? And we're not even we're not even sure he actually. Okay, so if we would have so left, if we would have left, if we would have left it, if they would have left it up to Julio, then Quinn might still be the coach right now. 
Exactly. So yeah. I mean, they had. What if to you would have fired him in the off season instead of a quarter through the season? Like, I evaluate some things. Like, we all know. no way. That, oh hell no! If Alta Blake would have kept him on board for the entire season, that would have been awful. Have been brought, he shouldn't have been brought back that season. That is the point. I with that point. Saying. Yes, I, I agree with you there. But there's not the team was zero and five. They so had I, to make a change. Okay, so when I'm looking at it from Julio's perspective, he's like, "Hey, you've already committed to this guy. Let's just ride it out. Let's just see what happens. You guys, you guys brought him back. The ownership, the guys who are in charge, the GM, the president." <laughs> Y'all decided to bring this guy back, so we're going to ride with this coach. Like you said, every interview, he was like, it's not on Dan Quinn. It's on us. He was riding for his coach that y'all brought back for him. And then you fire him five games in. Granted, he's 0-5. I get it. But I'm looking at it from his point of view where it's like, wow, so another coach gets fired. Now I got to do it. Now we got to have an intern coach. And then we got to do another head coaching search. I don't want to do this. I'm 32. I'm 33. I've been hurt this season. I don't want to do it anymore. So it's so it's I want I want out because I want to win. All right, Julio, we're 0 and 5. We're going to fire the head coach that got us to 0 and 5 for the most part. Why are you guys firing the coach that that has we're 0 and 5, Julio? Like, what do you do you want to win or not? Like, they're not going to continue to win. They're not going to win games with Dan Quinn still in charge. I don't care if you let him ride out for it. Because you know what would happen? If he let it ride out for another 11 games, then Dan Quinn goes 7-4. and four. And then guess what? He bought himself <laughs> back for 2021. And, and, and Marcus, the thing is, you're saying that he maybe he got tired of having a new coach. Okay, but if you request a new coach, I mean, requesting to get traded – you have a new coach. You have a new personnel to be around. You have a new playbook. So it's still the same shit. It's and not the same shit because it's a, it's a different coach in the same. Uh, it's on the same team. What this would have been his uh, Arthur Smith would have been his third coach, or actually his fourth coach because Raheem Morris was a coach for a little bit. Like he doesn't want to do it there. Send me somewhere else. And and granted, I'm fourth not coach. big. I'm not big on Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee is that good. But if you look at it from Julio's perspective. Tannehill's – I don't – I'm not big on Tannehill. I'm not saying this. But I'm saying if I'm Julio, I'm looking at Tannehill. Tannehill's a little bit younger. Tannehill's got some mobility. The, the Titans have won that division the last two years in a row. So they are closer to being a Super Bowl contender than the Falcons. I don't believe that because I think the Titans are a bunch of frauds. They just got rid of their entire secondary, and their defense is ass. And Derrick Henry is going on. He's going on two straight years of having 300 plus carries, along with those carries he had in the SEC for four years. He is going to fall off at some point. So, from my perspective, I don't think the Titans are going to be that good. But as from Julio's perspective, I can see what he is looking at. It's, it's funny because it's like, yeah, you want to win and you want to leave a team that really couldn't put a solid defense around you. You want to go to a team that has a bad defense, also. Like, it's just. Where that's it, one that's it, one of the division well, two years in a row well, been to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like, when's the last time Atlanta's been to the playoffs? When's the last time Julio had a thousand yard rusher on the team? Like when when was that? Because I can't recall. Like he plays in the shitty division now. So even so, so that's what he's seeking? He's seeking I'm not saying that's what he's seeking. He's seeking, seeking the play on the team that has at. a thousand yard. I thought I thought the whole thing it shouldn't even matter. What the Titans have around him, it should matter about the fact that they win. It doesn't matter if he has a thousand yard rusher or not. Like, I don't I, know, but that can help them win, though, as opposed to Atlanta was dependent on having Kyle Pitts, him, Ridley, and the boys clicking immediately. And we've seen in previous regimes that Matt Ryan has not clicked with his first year as OC. 
right? So again, you go to Tennessee where you have a perennial shit, at least 1,200 yard rush. Let's say he regresses past the norm and he rushes for 12 yards. He's not going to have to do much. That's more loaded to take off Henry. It balances that offense out a little bit more as opposed to Atlanta where there's no threat to run at all. You know what I'm saying? I know the play action is still effective, but imagine that play play action with an actual threat for somebody who can run the ball. And you're in a trash division. I know Marcus is like, you know, he still thinks the coach is the team to beat, but they've won that division two years in a row. Yeah, it's it's, it's still, the bad so, resistance to the playoffs. Once the you get in the game, that's the same thing Falcons fans sell ourselves. Oh, we just make it in. We can see what happens. Same thing with the Titans, except you have a clearer, easier path to get there. So, like, you got you know the AFC like, you, you uh, South. The a- hang on, the AFC South, you get four games against the Texans and the Jaguars, or you can stay in the NFC South and you got two games against the Buccaneers. Or I'm the not Saints. worried about that, but I'm talking about the path that I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta jump hurdles over Kansas City and Baltimore. I'm and talking about this. We're talking about you can win the division. Okay, you can have a home playoff game in the AFC South. Okay, I give you. That's what I'm saying. You can win nine games and win that division. Like for for the NFC South, you got to win 13, 14 games just to get a lead flow game. That's fair enough. I give you that. What do you give? What do you give with your hibachi, chicken or beef? What the fuck? Nobody cares. Get the fuck out of here. So even let's say stay with, let's say you stay with Atlanta this year. The prospects of Atlanta being good hinged on them being a top five offense. Which they could have been with him in oh, the fold yeah. and Arthur Smith and Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley. They so could have been a deadly so offense. I so could bad. have. I, they so could have. Would have, could have. We could say, all right, well, shit, this team won their division the last two years. We could slide up in there versus Atlanta. I mean, and this is all hinging on everything going right. Like, when does everything go right? What is, right? So, what is that? Not, what is not hinging? So, is is everything not hinging on Ryan Tannehill being Ryan Ryan Tannehill without Arthur? There's there's still stuff. This is not. It's not like he's going from one team to Tom Brady. He's going from Matt Ryan to a quarterback that had Arthur Smith for two years, and now he doesn't have Arthur Smith. And we saw what Ryan Tannehill is with a below-average play call. We saw that for six years in Miami, and he was hot ass, okay? We saw that. So now you're going to go from Matt Ryan to a team with a question mark like Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Like, that's – to me, I'm looking at it like, okay, so – And I think think that's a bit of projection from Falcons fans not wanting it to work. Like, I, I feel like if they traded, <laughs> I don't think good, I think Tannehill's a question mark. I, I'm not saying he's not, but I feel like if you're going to go through all the jump through the hoops to get Julio take on a salary, this is now going to be a priority. Like, look, whatever worked last year with Arthur Smith, we're going to double down on this shit. We're going to really, really make sure this works. I can't imagine them getting Julio Jones with no plan. Like, hey guys, Arthur Smith left. We're gonna draft. We're gonna get. We're gonna trade for Julio Jones and not have any plans on how to execute this offense. I, I just can't in my head see that happening. If it does, it'll be a huge mismanagement on their franchise. But I, I just don't see how you can mess this offense up. I just don't see it unless Dirk Cotter walks through the door. Then all better. It's just like run the ball, run the ball. Let Derrick Henry do his thing. Play action. Like I, I don't know how you mess that up. You know what I'm saying? Like. We'll see. It's it's gonna be an interesting season, nonetheless. 
But I, I want to kind of move off the whole you know projection on what the Titans are going to do with Julio. And let's talk about the guys we still got because I've, I've been seeing a lot of capping, a lot of hate, and a lot of selling out now that Julio's departed. So we, we have all had our various opinions on Calvin Ridley on this podcast. They haven't all been, like, great. We're not saying he's not a, a great player, but he's not Julio Jones. Nobody's Julio Jones. But according to Falcons Twitter, uh, the Falcons are going to be fine. Just fine without Julio Jones. PFF is tweeting all these stats saying, like, oh, Calvin Ridley is going to be a projected leader in receptions and yards. Oh, Calvin Ridley's the GOAT. And my response to that was fantasy football was a mistake because fantasy football puts fans in this alternate reality that numbers equate things that they don't necessarily equate. Like, again, one of these guys tweeted out, like, oh, I'm glad Julio's gone. Now we got a guy that's finally in practice. I'm like, Julio isn't wasn't in practice and was still the best receiver on the team. So, like, what, what do you – And arguably a league, yeah. But these people are deranged. Like, I don't understand it. Look, there's no way around this, okay? Losing Julio is huge, okay? There's no... There's no, we're going to be fine. No, that's BS. You're, you're lying to yourself, okay? They went from an elite offense, potentially, to a, good a, pretty, good, a, pretty, a pretty good offense at, at best. They're probably going to be a good offense. Um, there's no replacing Julio Jones, man. Like that, the fact that, I mean, we're, we're talking about a receiver that gets double teamed at the goal line. Like where do you even, you, you don't even see that. That element is gone. Now, with that element gone, now you're asking a rookie tight end and Kyle Pitts to kind of, you know, to to crank up the responsibility in year one. Um, I like Calvin Ridley. I think he's a, he's a really, really good receiver. Is he wide receiver one? He is a wide receiver. He is a number one wide receiver, that's, but he's okay, not that, wide receiver one. That's you know what, what I'm saying? Like, there's that's, a big that's, difference. That, but that's, what, that's what – He's by default the number what, one what, receiver. Marcus, what but, shit are you about to say? No, that's what I was going to say. There, there has to be a difference between what a wide receiver one is and what one of the all-time great wide receivers are. Like, okay, who, like Julio Jones it. is something different. But, like, Tyler Lockett, he's a wide receiver one. There's a difference. There's a gap between all-time greats and just your regular wide receiver ones. Like, Calvin Ridley is a wide receiver one. Obviously, he's not Julio Jones. Who is Julio Jones? Like, there's what, like, uh, uh, Stefan Diggs? Like, maybe, but like, there's a pretty big gap between what Julio is and what's the next. Like, even uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he needs to do it a little bit longer, but there's a gap between what Julio has done and what he's been doing and the next guy. So, to put that as a negative for Calvin Ridley isn't fair. Because it's just like, it's like, it's the way that they're, he's a wide receiver one. He's put up wide receiver one numbers. If he's not Julio, we get that. But who is? Who was was on the other side drawing coverage that helped him get those numbers? And I don't want to hear the splits like, oh, the seven games that Julio didn't play. Look at the numbers that he put up without Julio, though. He put up, he got, he got. Okay, you guys didn't win with Julio either, so I don't know what that okay, means. Yeah, but, but, see, but, who but, would now, have but now he has to do it for seventeen games. Without, I, I understand that. But the Good games luck. that he, the games that he had Good without luck. Julio, he put up pretty decent numbers. That's all I'm saying. He put up wide receiver numbers. Did he pull up Julio Jones numbers? No. How many wide receivers have put up three hundred yard games? That's not the that's, point. 
The How many people are selling out saying that now we don't need Julio Jones because Calvin Ridley is a wide receiver one? That's Every, the that's my problem. That's different. That's problem. Everybody, everybody, yeah. every team, every team in the NFL should have got on the phone and called Atlanta for Julio. Every team, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Patriots, there isn't a single team in the NFL that when they heard Julio Jones was available, looked at their wide receivers and said, you know what, we good. Not a single one of them. And, and if they did, their GM should be fired. It doesn't like you if you can get that guy for for a first round or a second round pick, you get that guy. But to say like I think we're having two different conversations. I feel like people we are people are saying that Calvin Ridley isn't capable of being a number one receiver, and he is. He has shown that he can do that for at least seven games. He has shown that. That's all I'm saying. Wide receiver ones run straight. Here we go. That's all I'm saying. Ridley does not run straight. He runs backwards. He runs sideways. Hell, sometimes he runs upside down. So the the thing with that is now Ridley, like we pointed out, yeah, he, he looked great in seven games without Julio. He definitely did. But once again, he's going to have to do it for 17 games now. He's going to have to be the man. He's going to have, he's going to, have to be the the – the main um, when when opposing defense is game plan against the Falcons, he's going to be the main responsibility. So now he's going to be seeing the likes of the Jalen Ramseys and the Tredavious Whites, those type of guys. He's going to be seeing that for 17 games now. He's not going to be seeing the number the, the cornerback two. He's going to be seeing cornerback one every single game. Can he still produce with that responsibility on his shoulders? That's, that's where thing. that's where wide receiver two shows up and plays big. Kyle Pitts, let's go again. Okay, okay. Well, we can. Un- we can unproving Kyle Pitts. Yeah, well, we he's can already a top five tight end. Because, uh, like Eric asked me earlier, I didn't get a chance to answer it. He asked, like, what did I think they mismanaged? If you're one, but beside the whole quarterback thing, which is whatever at this point, I've said that many times at this point. But yeah. like, why didn't they? pick up another wide receiver that wasn't just Frank Darby if they knew they needed to trade Julio. Like if you're only if again that it just it just means like their messages are misaligned. Like if you're you're saying I'm trying to win and you know you're trying to get Julio and your best avenue to win is to be a elite offense, why are you not bolstering your offense in the draft? Especially if you're losing your best player. Right. If you know like, why you're did you wait to win the sixth round? Yeah, Especially like why? Why are you waiting? Why? And this was a very good cl- like crop of wide receivers, especially towards the end of the like middle of the draft. And why are you not? Clock. Yeah, think, like why are you they're not? Expecting, they're expecting Matt Ryan to make the the whoever whoever's behind Ridley, whoever's on the opposite side of Ridley. I guess it's Russell Gage. They're expecting Matt Ryan to make that guy better, and that's what. <laughs> and I and I expect that. I expect Matt Ryan to make. These wide receivers better than they would than they what they would be. I expect Kyle Pitts to be a top five, top ten tight end because of Matt Ryan. Because Matt Ryan is going to get him the ball where he needs it. He's going to throw him open. He's going to put him in upper in in the position to make plays because Matt Ryan is a great quarterback. Still, he's still got it. He can still do this. Well, you're talking <sighs> about concussed uh, concussed Gage, like or whoever he concussion. Didn't, didn't, over there. didn't Eric post something about like number eighty-eight? Was when he a rookie? That's, he was a rookie in there getting first round Darby, Darby, right? Yeah, Darby. Darby. I'm sure he'll be better than what he would normally be with Matt. Like Matt Ryan is going to make it seem like 
these guys are better than what they are because that's what he did when Julio was out. When Julio was out, you were like, "Wow, why can't you guys play when Julio's in?" It, I mean, that's what Matt Ryan does. He makes great. Uh, he he's like Kyle Shanahan, where you, if you're an average wide receiver, he'll make you great. If you're a bad wide receiver, he'll make you good. What the fuck is wrong with you? How many times do I have to say that name is banned from this show? What the, the greatest coach in Falcons history? Bitch, don't make me come to the screen. So I, I just, I, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's yeah, again, a lot of things have to go right, man. Like we're, we're all depending on Kyle Pitts to. I think a shout to Aaron. Freeman They're literally depending Falcons. on Kyle Pitts to put up sixty percent of. Yeah, Julio's production. Yeah, they were saying he had and to if have he doesn't like do a, that. You're not winning more than three games. Yeah. I think they said he said uh, Aaron was saying like in the last 18 years. I guess Jeremy, he'd have to have a year like Jeremy Shockey's rookie year, which hasn't happened in like 18 years or something crazy like that. Yeah. Did he? Want, I, I think he had a th- did he have a thousand yards that year? I or, think it was right under nine nine hundred. Yeah, nine hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then that's counting on Calvin Ridley to pretty much have a career season like. Calvin Ridley plus plus like what y'all are projecting him to be. That's what he needs to have My in meaningful moments. Not like garbage time. Like who My cares God. if he gets two hundred yards and we're losing by thirty points? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a lot. And then that's also that's also asking Pitts, who is a rookie. Rookies do what? They hit the rookie wall. They make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So that's we, we have to have, have a lot season. of things go right. And and if we still if we were to retain Julio Jones, that is crazy part is. You know what I'm saying? The crazy part is, you need a lot of stuff to go right just to be an average team. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like that team, like that team has drastically just ruined everything. Like, like they're they're cooked. They're they're cooked. Like in, in general, because then next year, like again, I'm I'm knocking on wood every time I say this, and if I tweet or anything, <sighs> what do you do if Matt Ryan is just not good? Then what? We chug this. all of this together. Should I just start drinking this now? Please, please, please. No. You'll need it for the season. No, you'll need it for the season. Take one sip. I I have another. I don't need to take a sip. So um, to to Jalen's point of what happens if Matt Ryan is cheek, cheeks, and there's been tweets like, hey, what if Kyle Pitts is a bust? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if Kyle Pitts is a bust? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things that could happen. But I've said this in the group chat. I don't know about on Twitter. I've said in various group chats. If this season doesn't look pretty good, pretty fruitful, and a certain player on a certain team in a certain division that plays a certain position, if those ball looks really good, I'm going to be upset. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to yeah. be upset. Are I'm you not talking about named. Fields? I didn't, say, I didn't Fields? say names. I'm not going to say names, but I'm just saying. like, I'm gonna, You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Kyle Pitts is not going to be a bust. Kyle Pitts is a unicorn. We haven't seen a player like him in a very, very long time, if not ever. And right now, I am going to put my name on it. Kyle Pitts will oh be in the God. Pro Bowl this year. God damn it. Emmy He's will be in the Pro Bowl. He will be in the Pro Bowl. You can go ahead and book book your book your ticket to Hawaii or Orlando or wherever it is. Play not even in Hawaii. That's how I know you're lying. <laughs> Is it in Orlando now? That sucks, man. I wish he was back in Hawaii. I, I don't care about him being in the football. That's, that's cool, but like it, he's got he's he's just like just like Jalen said, you're not you're not telling him to come in and be Julio Jones, but you're telling him to come in and eat up a good chunk of Julio Jones' production as a rookie. If you don't think Justin end. Fields is starting, um 
I'll have to introduce Still, you to that quarterback on, room. Justin Justin Fields Justin Fields will will start week one. He'll beat out you know, screenshot that one. I'll have to introduce you to that to that quarterback room real quick. If if you don't know, we got the Red Rocket there, Andy Dalton. He's, oh, he's the man who uh, had to been in the playoffs. God. It's gonna be a battle. If he, if he doesn't, battle if he doesn't beat battle. if he doesn't beat Dalton in training camp, he's gonna beat him in the preseason. Justin Fields is gonna start with literally. literally. Who's their first? Who's their first game? Who do they play? In week one, uh, they, play the they have um, they play the Saints, the Rams in week one. That's uh, they they're, they're in LA. Actually, they're I'm in looking LA. at the Packers schedule. Never mind, my bad. They're in <laughs> LA. They got the Rams. Yeah, I might I might sit him on that one. I might sit him. <laughs> Aaron Donald's out there. You can sit that game. You can play against the Bengals in week two. <laughs> I'm not putting my rookie out there week one against Aaron Donald. Fuck that. Man. Hey, Andy Donald, go ahead and take that hit, bro. You, you've been paid, man. Take that one. You can go out there and beat Alex Smith for us. <laughs> not just the field, buddy. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, I kind of I want to look at some of these tweets. I don't know if you guys got any other. I got some tweets. Yeah, let, like let's it. get in. Uh, Let's get into these fans and their stupidity. Hold on, can, can I can I say something like real quick? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Eric, I'm going to answer your question because you said, "What would I have done to like not yeah. mismanage the situation?" Yeah. First of all, two years ago, when you're when you obviously know you need to uh, to win, because that was when Arthur Bunt gave the like. This is this is part like I'm not going to like really blame Arthur Bunt for like much because it, it he is definitely at 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 fault for some of it, but like. I don't think I don't know how much of a how much blame you can give to like the seventy year old man who just said, "Y'all have free reign to do whatever y'all want." Rich McKay, you were pretty much in my position right now, and I'm gonna go focus on being at Home Depot. <laughs> so, I don't I, like he he's definitely at fault because he he definitely has ultimate say because it's his team. But so you, you so you think he put too much responsibility in the wrong hands of individuals in the front office. Yeah, because I understand it, especially if, like, I don't know how much he knows about football. Like, he he just owns the team. A lot of them don't know shit about anything. So <laughs> he, just, he just has money. But two years ago, when when you say you need to win, regardless of what you was going on with, like, Kubiak and all that stuff, you do not hire Dirk Cutter, regardless. Because one again, that 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 is mismanaging your, your roster. That was a god off. This is also when he gave that mandate to be like, look, y'all have to get offensive linemen to protect Matt Ryan. Then that put more James. pressure. Yeah, that because there was no good. There was like two good linemen in that draft, that in that free agency class, and they got and they got scooped up in like the first two days. They didn't have the money for that. So. Then besides besides like the the whole dirt cutter thing, you go you at this point, you have to either go for somebody who's proven to be like even decent. You don't even have to be good, especially with the talent that they had or thing. You don't have to be like a good offensive player. You could be decent. They chose the worst one in the league. So, and, and and what what got what stuck with me is the fact that they played against dirt cutter twice a year. Literally, what for literally, four, three or and four they seasons. cut them. And they cooked and they them. Cooked that was the only game the defense looked good. And then they brought and they them in. Them. And, they, and then they, they said, you know what? We want that. Good. Right. What? So, like, I, I, again. I, I don't you, understand you can't do how that. 
I don't understand how Lafleur gets let go. Like I like I I know how Shane. You, you bring goes. this up. You, you bring you bring, you bring this up every time, and every time I will shut you down because again, even his second year in his first year in Tennessee, unproven. His first year in Green Bay, unproven. It took him getting Aaron Rodgers for him to look amazing. Doesn't they matter. Nothing, they knew he, nothing about him. Yeah, was there was it, nothing about him besides he was an assistant. Though. Yeah, but he was an assistant. That's Kyle <clears> Shanahan's <throat> offense. Doesn't that help with continuity though with Matt Ryan? No. It doesn't I because he could I easily would, run something different. I would have, I would have, um, I would have promoted him. I wouldn't have let him go, but I would have promoted. You could have moved him to like they, lead offensive assistant or something. But yeah, again, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're going to hire somebody who has a different philosophy than him. He's just going to run the offensive coordinator scheme. It it wasn't going to matter. Right. If he if he if he leaves, he leaves. Like like I'm not too bent up over Matt Lafleur because apparently he don't even like Aaron Rodgers. Don't even like him. So like. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good offensive coach. I that's don't. A, I don't really mind like that's all a that. Bad but situation like, in Green Bay, man. That, yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah. We get out a whole other. I need Aaron Rodgers. Someone give Shane Sharp Aaron Rodgers his number. That's Oops, a bad that. situation. I'm pretty that's sure that. he already has it. Let's do that. Sure Make that call. That's a bad situation in Green Pat Bay. Pat McAfee can call there's, him. There's really a lot of hate and dislike in that in that situation right there, man. It's it's ugly. Okay, so. You have you have the offensive coordinator situation. You have the lack of actually good off, offensive linemen. I will say this: offensive linemen are the hardest position to find consistently, because offensive line is easily the hardest position to play beside quarterback on the field, always. But on top of that, you spent you spent not only not only did you go out and spend money on them, you spent money on two of them for bad money, which then. As the next year came, you pretty much had to cut both of them. If you're like, that has to be better, like cap management between like whoever their cat person and like TD. They have to be like, okay, well, if we're even, let's say they need to give themselves, they should have given themselves more fail safe. They should, they shouldn't have given the players more leverage than the coach at that point. Like the player is literally probably like, we want this number, we need this guaranteed, this has to happen. And they're like, okay, well, Arthur Blank said we have to win and we have to get off the line, so we have to do it. You like whatever, whatever it takes. They have to do better than that because they're paying what, like six million right now, and neither of them have jobs right now. So, there's that. And on defense, I've been saying for a long time, like I understand drafting, you know, to re up your offense or whatever, but you ha- you can't let that cornerback room get the way it did, at all. And then. Like, like you gave up so you gave up. I understand you wanted to give up Trufant for his contract, whatever. Cool. But you still need to replace his production. You you draft a rookie, and then the rookie obviously plays like a rookie. Who would have thought? Hmm. Crazy how that works. I was told TD was one of the better gyms in the league, so I don't know how that happened. I've seen Falcons fans say that. Why did you do that? Was, in uh, drafting, no. In drafting, in drafting, he was about 50 55%, which is about even for GMs. Exactly. Free agency, he was completely shit. Like exactly. that is easily something to say. If, he had one wanna, good if, offensive lot, lot signing, and that was like Don Terry Poe in like 2016. If we wanna, if we wanna really go as far as where this team was mismanaged and and how the dominoes fell, honestly, I would want to start with how they handled a little further from from where you started, Jalen. How they handled Tack and, and Vic. 
how they handled yeah, that situation. I agree. Because they literally, because they, they literally, they thought that the bitch was a number one, and they they said, "Let me get you a number two. And right. neither of them were number like even even me who was like saying, "Yeah, you could you could still play with Vic. You just got to move him somewhere." Was thinking you could still be on the roster, but you he cannot be your best pass rusher because that, that is bad. That level of of complacency that they showed it literally, I mean, it spread throughout their entire tenure in Atlanta. The fact that they were just they were just guys that say, hey, these are the players that we want. These what this is the system we're going to incorporate. It's going to work. Let's just keep putting them out there. And and you you just kept seeing it over and over and over again. Like this is not working. Tack is not a number one edge rusher. Vic is lazy as hell. It's not going to work. But they kept pushing that narrative. It's going to work. It's going to work. And what they did, they didn't bring anybody in to challenge either one of them. They just yeah. gave them the starting job. Which, which, which was going to be my next part. You, They literally didn't invest in their D-line at all. Like, yeah. Even with their cornerback room the way it was, even when it was good. Right. Yeah, but he also did the 2016, the 2017, and like the 2014 draft. You can't just use that one bad draft to say, oh, he's an awful draft in GM. He got a lot <laughs> of good players out of the draft. That doesn't matter. Anyways, mm. he was saying, he, what, what? What is it? I, I just, 2012 I, I, draft I, was comically bad because it was awful. Historic. Every GM in that draft, besides like maybe two or three, had a bad draft in that draft. It was just bad, like a bad quality draft. Like, period. Fair. So, yeah. So, there was like literally in that draft, there was like maybe, I don't know. I think, I I think there was, was there was about like. Fifteen like starters in the first four round or something shit like that. Yeah, it was, like, it, 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 was, it was it was bad. It was awful. Like it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, you draft again. I, we've had this conversation about the Tack and TJ Watt thing on here before. It that did not matter because TJ Watt, nobody knew who the fuck he was before. It, literally, his tape was not good. And the only reason why he was getting first round hype is because his name was Watt. <laughs> Nobody knew what I watched his tape, and I have not. I will say this confidently: I have not missed on a single D line prospect that I have said I liked. And I said he is probably going to go in the second or third round because his name is good and he's a good athlete. And then he went in the first end of the first round. So, like, it, it again, it just is what it is. That that's just a person outplaying where his tape played. That's whatever. And then after all of that stuff that I was saying, at the end of this, at this last offseason, you had a chance to rectify all of it. New GM, new coach, and they did everything wrong. <laughs> Every single thing wrong. Literally have not done a single thing right this entire time. Some people are applauding his cat management situation. You did this, you did the stuff I would have done. I could have done it. I'm not even a, a GM. You cut four players who everybody knew was getting cut. You traded your best player in franchise history, and then you restructured two contracts that you had to do. He didn't do anything like too impressive, in my opinion. He did what he was supposed to do. This was a tough job to get, though. Like, like you said, with the cap yeah. space, again, I'm not, like, this I'm was not, a I'm not disagreeing. I think a lot, a lot of people expected. Honestly, I think a lot of people expected Matt Ryan to be the one going this offseason for some reason, for some odd reason. Even though he had a heavy uh, dead cap, he hit, had a bigger cap hit. Than, so that wasn't but, gonna happen. 
Yeah, it wasn't going to happen. But I think that was the expectation this offseason, even before he got the job, that the Falcons were going to part ways with Matt and not Julio. So he found a way to make it work to an extent at this point. Um, I will I will applaud him a little bit on how he – they managed this whole Julio thing the best way that they could, given the fact that mm-hmm. – given the fact that Julio wanted out a while back and we didn't really even know about it. Um, even though it kind of went awry with the whole undisputed thing, I think they still found a way to to keep the boat steady a little bit. Because this, this could have gone way They left. kept it steady. They kept it steady a little bit. But again, if you're, if you, if you, like he said, he said today that he knew when he took the job that Julio wanted out why are you saying I'm going to win this year without that? And why are you basing the entire offseason around that if you're no if you know that's not gonna happen? Yeah, that's that, that was again, that it was just seems like their message is yeah, that's that that's either way too much blind confidence in your coaches or straight up stupidity. That's pretty I think it's pretty much you know, the former. Like it's just they got a lot of confidence in the guys that they brought in and the fact that they which is you know, cool they feel, which is fine yeah but they they are which pushing that narrative cool. they are pushing that narrative yeah. no they shouldn't have drafted anybody from georgia i'm tired of this stop so, the only person they, they, there were, there was two people they could have possibly drafted from georgia this year now with aziz no. and maybe eric stokes and that was in like round two or three aziz period. with that <laughs> ugly knee issue yeah that's why i said round two or three he's got todd Gurley knees Pass. Ooh, yikes. Pass. Yikes. That's why that's why I said around two or three or whatever. Because that is that is not a death sentence because Ty Gurley still played four or five good seasons on it, which is the length of a rookie contract. If it starts wearing out at the end of his rookie contract, as cruel as that sounds, you let him go. Simple. Don't pick up the option. So I, I guess from Arthur Swift's narrative, I, I, I think that's kind of like what you're saying with uh, now Like, that's what you have to do. You don't want them to come in there and so say, like, oh, yeah, we're going to suck. Like, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, we do believe in our guys. Right. Like, I don't know what else you want to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have they really have no other choice. So, I guess I, I, guess, mean, I get I, that. I, but at that I, point, you don't have any attachment to those players. So, you need to do what's best for the franchise. What's best for the franchise is everything opposite of what they did. And if you're yeah. going to go that into it, you need to go all into it. You can't be 50 50 on it. Well, and, and I guess that's kind of the confusing thing for me is him know if it's true that he knew that Julio wanted out and then you draft Kyle Pitts, but the idea is to have Pitts, Ridley, Hurst, and the gang to have this offensive onslaught. But you you knew that and I just I it's it's just weird to me, unless he is that confident that he does I don't know any coach that is confident enough to say, hey, you know what, guys? We don't need a Julio Jones in our team. We're going to make it work without him. Like, I, I just don't something, – so, something in my soul doesn't sit right with that kind of I, mind. I, under, I understood where they went in terms of, all right, we know Julio is going to be gone. Let's go ahead and get, get Kyle Pitts because he is, like you guys mentioned, he's just a, an offensive unicorn. I get that. But I'm kind of leaning on – what, what Jalen said earlier, well, okay, if you know Julio's leaving and you know that you're drafting pits and a lot is going to be on pits, why not target more insurance policies 
early on in the draft. Why not get another receiver? You didn't necessarily, honestly, you didn't necessarily need another center. That could have been a spot where you could have taken a receiver right there. That could have been a spot you took in anything. You could have took another edge. Any, that would have helped you more than a, a, a That would have helped you than another center, right. So I, I agree with that aspect. Like, okay, because let's let's be honest here, man. There's no way in the hell they're going to get rid of Matt this offseason. There's, they could. Yeah. And there and now, now and now that they did what they did, they're not going to be able to get rid of him next offseason either. They won't. They won't because and again, why, 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 this why is all again be, knocking on because he had the forty three million dollar dead hit. Even after damn dead cap, yeah, they were already yes. yeah. yeah. He had the forty three million dollar dead hit this year. If they would have if they would have cut him or traded him oh. this year, it would have been twenty two. Next year, it would be forty three because they extended him. They didn't have the room to do so. And the coaching staff are literally embodying the Atlanta scammer spirit. I, I tweeted that. Even though even though I, I did, even though coming into the draft, I did feel that they were going to target a quarterback. I never felt that they were going to get rid of Matt this offseason. They financially, yeah, they just right. They just like literally, because and that was and that was the best and that was the best case because all the quarterbacks you were like they could they can sit a year or two and it will be fine. But they had they restructured Matt, which is the problem because that just gave away every avenue. You don't have any like next year's draft prop nowhere near as good as this quarterback class. Justin Fields is going to be quarterback one by a land, by, by a mile in next year's draft class. Trey Lance would have been quarterback one. In next Trey year's Lance draft. would have been quarterback one by a landslide in next year's draft class. And like, I don't like harping on the, the whole quarterback thing. It happened. Kyle Pitts is here. Blah blah blah. But every time that they make a move now, it's going to be seen like, why didn't they just rebuild? I think and every that, like national person is gonna be like, why didn't they just rebuild if they knew Julio needed to be traded, and he is their most important piece? That that's what I was kind of alluding to. It's like, okay, he's Julio's the linchpin of the offense, right? I get your drafting pitch, but that's that's not a replacement, like you said. It's a bit of a lateral move. So unless they just said, hey, he's not good for our system, maybe they're looking four years down the road. Maybe there's some quarterback that's coming out of high school. I don't know, but I. I just don't. If, they, if that Archie dude balls Manning's out, out man, there, Archie yeah. Manning's out there. Arch, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, if this dude balls out this year and then continues to be on that trajectory, I'm just gonna be like, ah, cool, I don't I know, guys. Cool, I don't I know, guys. Quarterback. Ah, man. I mean, again, time will tell. Maybe you know what? Maybe Kyle Pitts will be the goat. I don't know. We'll see. But he could be the goat, and it's not gonna matter if they don't have somebody to throw him the ball. You're right. So, uh, Jesus, um, I'm exactly. I was excited for the season. Now I'm, I'm getting less and less. No, I was never excited for. The season. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I watched the games again. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I stopped watching like in week what shit ten last year. I was like, I can't do this shit no more. But I watch every uh, game. I'm going to watch uh, every single you're game. Better, because... you're, you're better than me. I got. I got okay, yeah, I de- definitely because I'm also a psychopath. But I watched the Super Bowl like 16 times. So you I, I, we we yeah, both you're, know. You're, you're different. We both but... we both know that I'm a psychopath. So I, <laughs> so smooth transition to another psychopath, uh, Aaron Freeman, uh, locked on Falcons. I, I've said this before. I think I've told him this in the podcast. <laughs> I don't know how he does that shit every day because there's like there's like nothing positive that comes out of talking about the Falcons every day. But he put out a tweet that uh, I saved a lot of the responses. He tweeted out, main thing with the Falcons losing Julio Jones is you introduce a lot of more volatility into the offense. Julio was a son, that steady presence that is going to rise every day at predictable times, which you can base everything around. 
You won't have that anymore. The quote tweet responses. Uh, your man's, your host, Mr. Sheffield, said, this is actually a good thing. I was like, are you trolling or whatever? I was confused. And then this other dude, Neek, the real Pac-Man, tweeted out, and this is my other thing. Fantasy football was a mistake, and analytics, Excel spreadsheet access was also a mistake. Because he proceeded to, a, uh, yeah, proceeded to post a whole spreadsheet showing all the splits of what Calvin really did without Julio Jones. And I'm just like, we lost all of those games except one. That's neither here nor there. Uh, you got another dude, uh, Sean Wright, 82. And I kind of was leaning with his, his take was, say it a little louder. I like Ridley, but third and seven, big play needed. Julio came through consistently. I don't know if we can say that about Ridley yet. And then just some other stupid shit. But the whole Excel spreadsheet, just like, oh, yeah, look at these numbers. He's better because in games we lost, <laughs> he had yards. Like, one of those games he had 50 yards. Another game he had 52 yards. The other games we fucking lost. Like, I don't care. I don't care if he leaves league in, re in reception yards, receptions. None of that shit. When we need a catch, can you give us a catch? That's Ooh. all I care about. You could have fucking 100, yard, 100 yards for the season. If you get us some football at 100 yards, whatever, make it happen. I'm ranting now, but I, I just hate – I just hate people. I hate Falcons fans. I'm sorry. You guys are terrible. Like you're you're all terrible. You're all bad. Y'all need therapy. You need help. Y'all need literally. literally. Y'all really, really, really fucking need help. Like I'm not following y'all. Like I, I'm I think I think I follow everybody in here, <laughs> and then there's like two more people at all. Like period. Like that's it. I don't follow any more. Of them. I I don't. I what I'm not getting is. All right, why are we at a level where we're critiquing how Julio thinks the fans and the team? Like, why? why okay, yeah, like that doesn't let's make discuss. it. Let's, let's fucking discuss. First of all, okay, the man wanted out for his, for whatever fucking the reason, reasons are, he wanted to be traded. Okay, cool. Why, right after you hear that? Do y'all all of a sudden your brains somehow switch to hating this man's guts, bringing up his dropped passes, bringing up his injuries, and all of a sudden it's a totally who is a totally different person to you than he was a week ago? Like a week For ago, 11 years, fucking God, he was the a fucking freak of nature, a fucking alien. All that shit, you guys rode his dick till sunset. Oh my god! Language, Christian podcast. No, fuck that shit. No, that's not fuck that. Why that dick, Jalen? Why that dick, Josh? Let's go, baby. Huh? What is this? Do not listen to this show. If you do, then I don't know what to tell you. Parental control. But now y'all are like, no, he sucks. He's always sucked. Fuck him and all that shit. Something is fucking wrong with y'all. Like, what the fuck? And then you wanted him to thank you. He, please thank us. You were begging this man to be like, thank you, Falcons fam. I don't care if he did it. PR puts out a statement and it's not good enough. Like, I don't literally. Care. I don't right. care if he did it. I, I I didn't care. I didn't care at all if he did it or not. Because you know why? Because when it's time to induct 
Julio into the ring of honor, everybody's going to be back on him. Like it, it don't matter if, because it's going to happen. He's going back to get inducted. He's going to get. In, he's going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame as a Falcon. Like it's just, and all is going to be forgiven at that time. I, I don't care. Ooh. And then for you, so yeah, he apologized with a Titans letterhead. All right, what else you want? The man is not on social media as it is now. Do you want to tweet? What do you want? career. They're like, oh, Julio, Julio doesn't do anything. Everybody else is in the media. He's just over here working. So when he's done it for another team, it's a problem now, huh? What do you want? You want a video? You want a, you want a TikTok? Like, what do you what do you want? <laughs> like, you want him to come TikTok you want him to come we gotta ask Josh that because he he's the ringleader of this shit right now. Speaking of Josh, he, he did I, did, I didn't even say nothing about the, um, the, the thank about, yous. Not, the thank yeah, you's not even long. It's not even long enough. He included the thank you with the shout out <laughs> to the dick, Josh. Get on that dick, baby. <laughs> I thought everyone else talking about it, but I I mean it. it again, no, I'm just talking about the whole Julio thing. You've been the ringleader for the, all the hate. Literally, like I said, I don't follow Falcons no, fans no, on my timeline. No, no. So he, he can't wait to get back on that. Pause. Just real quick side note. I don't know if uh, Josh saw the score, but the Hawks got. We there. lost. We lost. Y'all, y'all, y'all got y'all. I've been watching it. Yeah, like, what do you think? Oh, it's good. This, this, you think this, he was quiet the whole show. He been watching. Right, right. I was, I, I was drinking. Oh, yeah. This is cut that light on, bro. Cut that light on. No, no. So no, no. Back to what Jay was saying, and I've said this before, Josh. I've said this multiple times. I think I said this on the podcast. You have too much power and influence on Twitter to be doing what you be doing, bro. No, you cannot be. You cannot continue to carry yourself the way you carry yourself. No, no. Again, you have too much. Put some lotion on, nigga. <laughs> no, my, my only, the only time I spoke on it was when the the, the call with Shannon dropped. When I heard that, that's when I just no, 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 that, not, 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 no. not just this, not just yes, this, bro. A, a, a multitude of no, bro. Yeah. Like, you I, I be thinking I'm tripping sometimes, but now that I hear like everybody else saying it, then yeah, I know I'm not tripping. Like, there's is this the intervention? Are we having an intervention right no, now? Yeah, 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 man. Am I feeling hey. something? You've been, you been pushing, you've been pushing, when. You've been pushing that we hate Julio mess, man. No, like, I Josh, 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 let them talk. Josh, let them wait, talk. Wait, wait, We're wait, here to wait, help you, Josh. Wait, let wait, them talk. Yeah, let Eric wait, talk. Wait, let no, him express himself. See, Josh, you're not helping the cause no, because you're but, talking but, to Eric. No, He's trying to tell you how you hurt him. Eric, I'm please not, tell Josh how you hurt him. Can we do I'm this? Not, Let's do this the right way. Because he, I mean, I'm just saying, he, you, you have been pushing that the past few days, man. I've been, I've been noticing that. You, no. I think there was, there was even a certain time you wasn't even, you wasn't even addressing him by his name. You was called just saying he or him or that guy. And you just, you, that was you, bro. I, I saw what? it. Let, what? It, what? Let, what? It, no, Eric, let it out. Let it out. What? Let your feelings out, man. Hey, hey, Josh, hey, let hey, him what? talk. Josh, let him talk. What? Come on. He just finished. Let him talk. But wait. Yeah. My my main thing, Jalen. How do you feel, Jalen? Tell him how you feel, Jalen. Let him know how you hurt him. <laughs> Let Josh know how you hurt him. No, okay. My... This is a safe space, Josh. You need to stop. This is an intervention. Let's do this the right way. Can Gift, do you have anything you need to say to Josh? Josh, uh, you've been starting a cult, man. You got a cult of yeah, bro, you gotta, you gotta, on, you gotta that, no, no, but this is Josh. Just wait, Josh. Just wait. wait, wait Let him talk. Wait. This can is you different. can she talk? I've seen let give say, talk. Why are you letting give talk, Josh? Because I have to get this out. You have to. You're being yes. selfish, Josh. This is an I've invention. Seen, You're being selfish. I've seen people say 
oh, Julio is he's always injury prone. I'm like, first of all, I thought the team last year mismanaged his injury. So I'm not gonna say he's he's this injury prone type player. Because again, at the end of the day, it's still Julio. My own my main gripe was the call with Shannon with, with Shannon Sharp, and that was it. And how I went down. Hurt people, hurt people, man. Hurt people, hurt people. You I'm not diminishing him like, oh, Julio will suck. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all. I'm it's just funny that he, he goes to 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 QB with like Ryan Tannehill with no OC. Huh? He didn't have a choice in that. <laughs> I mean, he did it, but I mean, it, it is what it is at this point. That's his quarterback. But I'm not. I'm not saying, oh, he gonna suck, yada yada yada. It's like, okay, that's fine. But I, he's still a great player at the end of the day. I just felt like it was. I feel like you're singing a different tune than what your Twitter account says. No, no, exactly. <laughs> your Twitter account says no, something totally exactly. different. Bro. No, this is what I'm gonna say. I, he's still Jalen, go ahead and speak on it, Jalen. I know you got something you want to say. He's still a great player, but no, I feel I'm like how, how he handled it, it was bitch assness, in my opinion. See, bitch assness. Yes. <laughs> that's where that's where I disagree because he could have pulled a Jalen Ramsey on us or yep. some shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why to I me, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> I just said <laughs> Eric got all your tweets on deck. That's why bad. to me it's not bitch at, like it's bitch it wasn't as bad as it could have been. It could have been like, man, you know what, Shannon, I, lo- I love Atlanta. Those, I, love, I love the fans, but I, I, I don't think it's going to work out. He could have said something like that. Like, Oh, really up why he didn't know he was being recorded. How what yeah, did you expect him to be like? He was a young man, I, I love Atlanta, man. Yeah, like, he, he literally, it, like, Julio's too smart, man. He wants yeah, Julio, to, he wants Julio, Josh wants Julio to be fake. That's what he wants. He wants, yeah, to fake. literally. He wants, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh, no, Eric, read those, read those tweets, read it out, right. read it out loud. Josh didn't even, Josh didn't even want no closure. He was like, the closure was you saying, that was it. He but, say, oh, I'm out of there. That's it. What more do you want from him? <laughs> Josh is like, bye. Josh mad. Josh mad. He mad. Yeah, he, he's hurt, man. Like, at some point, he needs to express that, and we need to acknowledge his feelings oh and how God. hurt he is. And at some point, he needs to he needs to go through the motions of how he's feeling, nah. go through Josh those might, emotions. Josh might be MAGA at this point. He cares more about the organization than he does the players. That's no, crazy. I, no, he's no, out here no, riding no, for no, billionaires. No, no, he's no. out here supporting white billionaires over, over a young black man. No, I, I care about Yikes. the players. I care Yikes. about the players. <laughs> Put that phone down here. Uh-huh. Hey, read that tweet. What did <laughs> you say? Read that. Read that. It, it, hurts, that it, hurts, it hurts to let your dog go, but sometimes your dog ain't your dog for real. And you quote tweet, Falcons fans understand. I wonder where that come from. I wonder where that come from. Where that come from? We, we don't know. this man. We don't know, man. We don't know. Expose this man. Yeah, now you don't know, huh? Now you don't know. You're cryptic as hell now. Yeah, no, but uh-huh. I, I, I'll joke this out. My parents always tell me, like, if someone doesn't want you, then let it be. Julio doesn't want Atlanta, so let it be. Let so it just, be. So, so, so right, you're so, right, so you're so your attitude, your attitude been, on this is just let too. it be. You would have been petty too, Josh. Because if because if your attitude is to just let it be, because he doesn't want you, I would like to pull up Exhibit A, which is uh, one of these tweets that I have from you. Uh, King Moses said, 
We lose one player and y'all start jumping off cliffs. Josh quote retweeted and said, I'm not jumping off anything. Just ship Ryan off so he, so he can get a ring. And then an hour later, someone else, Hike Lee, said, wherever Julio goes, I hope they win the Super Bowl next year. Josh Ooh, I, quote I know tweeted, this one. fuck him and the team that he goes to. So if you don't want him, just let him be. That's what we're doing, Josh. You're lying. You're saying one thing on the podcast. You're tweeting something else. No, this is what this I, intervention is for because you're not being honest with yourself no. and everybody else here. You're hurting people. You, you, you can still let it be. You can still do that. And still be petty and lying. It's a ridiculous. You have a you have a you have a problem. You, you have a, I, I got a phone call. I, I know where this was going. We see the tweets. You lead the brigade, the brigade on all kinds of nonsense. All I want you to do is use your powers for good, man. Like you could I, you could be so much better. Like, look, I, Aaron Freeman has a great podcast he puts out every day. Just listen to what he says. Most of it's pretty legit. You know what I'm saying? Like, regurgitate that stuff. The good stuff, the positive stuff, the smart stuff. Eric writes a lot of good articles. Repost that stuff. Repost that stuff. Push I that do. to the masses. Champion the good stuff. Push, push that every, to your knuckle-dragging, mouth-breathing followers. Everything that everyone published, I push it. It's just people, they 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 gravitate to what they want to gravitate towards. It. So, so you feel, continue to feed them. Good job, Josh. You, you feed them slop. That's what you no, I feel like. I feel like I, I feel like everything. at this point, Josh needs to apologize to everybody on this podcast right now. He needs to apologize to everybody I, and to all the before, listeners. I've already said this before. Josh has been muted on my timeline for quite some time. <laughs> quite some time. Quite some time. <laughs> I feel like we would make a break. I feel like we would make a breakthrough and have some pride. If Josh, Josh, just apologize to one person. One person on this podcast. Apologize. Who am I apologizing? To anybody. Just one person on this podcast. Apologize to them. Why am I apologizing, Marcus? For your inflammatory tweets. They wasn't inflammatory. They were I just read them. Eric has five of them on his phone. That was that was in that. You're deflecting, Josh. This is the problem. You won't just take responsibility for your actions. Just apologize. Well, I'm telling you, I when, when that call dropped, I went out. Lotion up, up lotion up, and apologize. No, it's the summer. I don't need lotion. You're I went sick. Out on you're sick. I went out on the when the call sick. dropped on that day. That was trying it. to shine. That's crazy. This is embarrassing. This is a, like I feel like we could have had a breakthrough right now, and you just you just will not. You just want to keep smoking crack. I can't help you, man. Like I tried. I did the best. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's Harry saying, "Oh, y'all can really say thank you to 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 the player." Like, uh-huh. no, we don't. We don't have to do anything. Just let uh-huh. it be. Take That's responsibility, Josh. That's what he Take doing. responsibility. That's what he doing. Man, fuck Harry. He blocked me. Exactly. Flip the same exact same thing, man. Like, no, 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 no. Harry blocked me on Twitter because I defended the Falcoholic when he was attacking them. What did the Falcoholic say? Nothing. All they did was say exactly what he he said. He he literally quoted, uh, like, on the he was on the radio. He quoted, they quoted what he said on the radio, and he got mad about it. He he did it just to try to plug his like podcast in his show because he dropped his he mentioned it in every tweet he put at them. Like, that's all it was. And I told him about himself and I got blocked. Wow. Well, for the record, I would like to apologize on Josh's behalf to Eric 
for his tweets. I feel like Josh needs to be better. And he yeah, needs man. to do better on Twitter. So I apologize. I am attacking, sorry. Attacking and I will Julio, hope he does better. Right. Julio is oh, nothing yeah, but being that, a uh, King, King Quest, apologize to black quarterbacks because you don't like them either, man. You don't like black quarterbacks. Okay. This, this is a new flash. Justin new Fields flash. And, and Cam are not the only black quarterbacks in the NFL, guys. Well, you don't like Vic. <laughs> you no, never no, like Vic. No, no, no. no. You no. never like Vic. No. No, you never like Vic. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I like Vic, but at the same time, people, I don't you think, like you think less. You think less of Lamar. No, whoa, whoa. Mm. Lamar, you think mm. Lamar's a running back. Pull up my Lamar tweet since you want to go search tweets. Pull it right. up. Pull it right. right now and show everybody. Right. Hey, man, don't let this man expose you, dog. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Nah, nah, while, nah. while, we're, while we're exposing tweets, I'd like to go to this one from Josh. Yikes. Oh, no. Back in the year of our Lord, 2020, <laughs> somebody tweeted out, the Patriots are definitely getting Jake from. And Josh replied, and they're about to run the AFC East. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember you saying that. Oh, oh I remember oh, that. God, man. <laughs> hold hold we're not doing this with Cam went up there. His hold defense up. was, no, we're not doing it. Y'all keep letting one subpar year keep let him cloud y'all's judgment. That boy can play. There's a reason why that trash-ass OC isn't at UGA anymore. Jaylen. How's that working for your boy Fromm right now? Are you talking about the same Jake Fromm that got drafted after a punter? He's still he's still in NFL. So I mean, why? why yeah, because he's white. That's how are we going from, from Jake Fromm to, to well, from Hula to Jake Fromm? What what are we doing here? What's, we're what's exposing we're exposing your track record of bullshit. That's what we're doing, Josh. Oh, somebody oh, was yeah. somebody was disappointed to get Lamar Jackson in fantasy. Yeah, damn. Damn, can't have a black quarterback leading his fantasy oh team. Oh, my God. You ain't want him on your fantasy team? Damn, Put your no, camera on, bro. No, Put that camera God. on, bro. Damn. Hey, you're damn. Shit, <laughs> this man's going down bad right now, man. Josh is fighting for his life. Josh is fighting for his life, and he's losing bad. Now, Eric keeps pulling up bullshit. I'm pretty sure that was, that was referencing a fantasy uh, football matchup. What no, that's what it was. That's what I said. You was disappointed by having Lamar. No, because he probably had a bad game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's embarrassing, Josh. All right, hey, man. you know I what? Hey, you give, know what? Give. I apologize on Josh's behalf. I apologize no, to you. There's no need to. I hope Josh is better in the future. It's more black QBs besides Fields and Cam in the NFL guys. You don't oh, like God. Russell. Do you don't like Russell Wilson either? Do, do y'all not hear me when I when I list my quarterbacks that I like? I like I love Russ. I, I mean, you're muted, so I don't I don't see any of that. It's hard for me to trust the man that doesn't. It's hard for me to trust the man that doesn't put lotion on. Like who doesn't do? Like who does that? I love Watson. I love who, who knows? Or you love the shop Watson? You know wow. what? Not, oh, we gotta wrap this up. He's Yikes! Watching. Yikes! <laughs> Hashtag thrusting and busting. Get this man out of here. This man's sick. Here you go, man. That's why you don't like lotion dirty massages. <laughs> Josh be hard ass massage. You starting fires and shit. <laughs> Look like Ashley Larry afterwards. I'm gonna see my legs. <laughs> oh my god, dog. Oh my god. This you know what? Somebody cancel this podcast. We need to be canceled. This is unacceptable. Uh, not Lamar Jackson's for the culture, so they'll overlook it. Okay. Oof, wow. Josh, you eat at Arby's? No. Yeah, hell it? yeah, he eat at Arby's. Uh, uh, it makes sense now. That makes sense, man. Roast beef sandwich. Who's that mess? 
Oh, roast beef sandwich eating ass. This man get meat mountains and shit. <laughs> shit look like roadkill, man. Roadkill with barbecue sauce on it. Why's the bread soggy? Like, what the fuck, man? How do you eat that? Oh, my God. How do you get two pounds of meat for a dollar? Like, come on, man. Get that camel meat. <laughs> You know what? Impossible be the Arby's man. <laughs> and that goes double for Reggie Nasty ass. So you be trying to stay at the Waffle House and shit, talking about like, oh, I go to Arby's for the for the jalapeno poppers and shit. Oh, <laughs> <God. laughs> you nasty too, dog. Wow. <laughs> I like the Euros at Arby's, bro. What? <laughs> Euros. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Fuck his Twitter sick, man. Y'all are sickening. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, Jalen. I'll apologize on Josh's behalf. <laughs> I hope I hope he will do better. So I, I will apologize for him on his behalf. I'm sorry, Jalen. I'm not apologizing time on my timeline right now because literally at every time every time football season starts, he gets muted anyway. So I mean, the, the feelings are mutual. Y'all, y'all do need to. I haven't even followed Marcus back because I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm like three I didn't mute you because you be, you be retweeting some dumb shit. Like, like you, you do have a little cult following. Oh, there, right? like, oh yeah. He, he, has, he, has, has, oh, he does. He has a little. I don't have. He any. has a group of followers that just stick to everything he says and whatever they say, do, they, they, they'll it. do it. It don't Catch even matter, especially with that, that Georgia Bulldog shit. That's, that's, sad. Right, that's sad, man. That's so oh, sad. They, they, not, like, they are not going to be satisfied until every player on the Falcons team what? is a Georgia Bulldog. What? They got to have one in every position. Like Reggie said, we're not saying draft everyone. We're, we're Damn. giving you players. We're giving you players this year, like I, I just said. We're going to draft Stokes. We could have drafted um, uh, who else came out? Whoever. But we're not just saying draft. It was literally four. There was only there was literally three, even I mean, somewhat think, decently like NFL players. And right, it's like not every bulldog is a decent player at the next we're not level. Because someone was like, "Oh, Falcons, they could draft JT Daniels." I'm like, "Hold up, no, JT may be good for for the college, but pros might might not be his thing." So okay, I'm not, you want to hear the craving? You're saying you that you're saying that about him, but he is a thousand times a better prospect than Jake Fromm is. Awful. You know, you want to know why he'll make that exception? Josh will make that exception because JT didn't commit to Georgia early on. He committed to USC first, so no. he ain't. So he ain't a. He he's not really a bulldog. He's just like you. You wearing the jersey now. You didn't commit. He's not, a, he's not a real dog. No, no, you're no, not no, a real no. dog. That's what it is. Yeah. Again, I love that team. I mean, if, if it's <laughs> game transition. <laughs> To the NFL and so be it. I'm just saying I don't see it at this point, and I, I could be wrong. But you talking I, about Jalen? That's Jaylen, just my you, opinion. Jalen, you talking about that Jake Fromm that got drafted after a punter? Is that who you're talking about? Is he still in the league? Yeah, because yeah, I could have sworn. But hang on, my bread. He's a third string quarterback. Josh, I could have sworn by now. Used I, I could have sworn. Hold on, hold on. I could have sworn you said he was going to beat out Josh Allen. I could have sworn you said he did the tweets. No, 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 right, right, right. He said he said Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm that got drafted after a punt would beat Josh Allen, who just summer, led his team to an AFC championship. I said game? that in the summer before the album went off, and I gave Allen his credit after the fact. So let's let's put some context with that. 
Please. I feel like I feel like if Jake Fromm was that there good is no context you could say that would make that even sound right. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> Wait, Josh Allen did not look good prior to last year. So what? what he what looked better than that? Jake Fromm. Nah, yeah, but why did they bring in Mitch Trubisky Bro. if they had Jake Fromm? Because they need They're the other same players. Actually, too. Mitch Trubisky is a better quarterback than Jake Fromm. <laughs> Wasn't Jake Fromm drafted up for a punter? Mitch Trubisky sucked. Yes, yes, he was. But Jalen, to, to end all this, Jake Fromm. Was he a pretty good collegiate quarterback? Yes or no? That's all I need. Yes or no? Yeah. Jamar Kim, Russell was okay. a great collegiate quarterback. Kim like, Dorsey was a great quarterback. He was an okay. He was a, he was a good college quarterback. Collect, that's all again. I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else. I'm not hey, saying maybe the pros else. might not be for you, dog. You know what I'm saying? This is my thing. This is my thing. When I watch college football, because I've been doing like the draft stuff for so long now, I don't look at them as if they're going to be good college people. Because there is a million good college players who are just shit and in, I the, in the league. So like, I don't look when I say people are good or bad. I don't care about college shit. I'm talking about if you're going to be good in the league. And I knew from the second year that Jay Fromm couldn't throw to his left past twenty yards down the field that he was going to be yeah. some shit. Ken Dorsey was great in college. Didn't hey, pay out to, hey, didn't pay out to hey, anything. Hey, hey, get some, get some Miami slander here. Come on. Hey, 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 hey. What's Miami? I'm not. I'm. Not, hey, I'm a Miami fan. I'm. I'm a, like sometimes you look great in college, but it's like you gotta, you gotta be honest with yourself. You knew Jake from after he got drafted after a punter wasn't gonna be it. Like it just doesn't happen for you. I mean, something you never anything anything. Right, no, you just gotta you take that. Oh my god. Hey, I forgot. I forgot about this. Somebody mentioned that 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 Josh might actually be like undercover MAGA, but I forgot Jake said this. Yeah, literally. I forgot Jake out here elevating his people over over us. What did you think about that, Josh? I wonder if he went to the pills. They fit in for that. When Josh don't put on lotion, he want to be elite white too. Shit. Yeesh. When that, when that yeah, came, he trying yeah. to be Uncle Ruckus. God damn! <laughs> when that came out, I was like, I can't fool him like that anymore. Hey, hey, guess what you're doing right now? Yes, hey, I'm saying, right what you been doing for the last 15 no, no. minutes? You been carrying water for this guy? <laughs> oh my god! No, I didn't you carry water for the whole after a punter. quarterback, and I said he he cannot cut it out in the NFL. Did I not disagree with y'all? Josh, how much money did you donate to the Trump campaign? We're we're all friends here. The, the same amount as you. <laughs> <laughs> were you at the insurrection? There, because there was at least one black dude there, and that might have been you. We like all together, Marcus. You ever heard that? You trying to help me out? Okay. Okay. This man did one bad. This man at the insurrection defending Jake Fromm and Deshaun Watson all in one night. Like, God damn, man, that's a lie. Jeff, get get us out of here, please. Are, are you drunk? Yes, please. I'm end not. This, I'm not end, drunk. This, end this madness. <laughs> okay. We have gathered here today. Oh my god! Who <laughs> to, to, to mourn this team together as a family. Yes, I'm not mourning shit. Fuck them niggas. <laughs> Let her speak. Let her speak. 
They're probably going to be really shitty this coming year. Not going to be that bad. Yes, Lord. And we're going to drink this whole bottle of vodka together from Costco. Jesus Christ. I had her looking at that shit. You good. You You good. good, Whole whole bottle of vodka. Does that say Kirkland on it? It's Costco brand. Oh, hell no. (laughs) You're not living Christ like you. You can't even get good vodka. Oh, hell no. This tastes just like Grey Goose. Oh, shit. No. No, I have tequila, too. It tastes like Silver Goose. Anybody want that shit? (laughs) This is fucking delicious. (laughs) Can y'all let her finish frying? I'll stick with my Jack Daniels. Finish, Finish frying. I have Jack Daniels, too. I don't know. I have I water. You should probably say Jim Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> you fuck you. It's and it tastes like Jack Daniels. Okay. Shit. I got spicy water. There we go. Yeah. Let's get that fire going. So, um, I forgot where I was going. Thanks a lot. But we appreciate everyone for tuning in. What the fuck is going on in someone's background right now? Is that an organ player? You having me cuss when you put on church shit? Okay, why do we invite Marcus? We <laughs> <laughs> don't understand. Like, what the fuck? Put <laughs> that loud ass shit on while I'm trying to fucking talk. <laughs> Yes, but thank you all for tuning in. Um, this is South Breeze one appearance every blue moon. He's like a fucking eclipse during the off season. Wow. So may not family, all right. For like <laughs> I don't know, till August maybe you'll see South Breeze again and shit. I don't know when we're gonna do another fucking episode, so y'all better cherish this shit since we've been out here for almost two goddamn hours then what the fuck else do we have to talk about i don't know we appreciate y'all tuning in does anyone have any shout outs let's start with marcus uh just shout out to cocoa butter the sponsor of this podcast <laughs> keeping your skin smooth and and not ashy not the watery kind though no no no, not that one no that's the one he uses how would you know <laughs> Nigga ain't seen lotion since the 90s. <laughs> Jalen, do you have any shout outs? Yes. Shout out to Julio Jones for being the best player in Falcons history. I, I, I send my praises to him, short and sweet, just like he likes it. Uh, hopefully, I wish him health and, and all the stats uh, while he's in Tennessee. Hopefully, he can get that one magic in a bottle run where he can actually win something. Because Lord knows the Falcons won't be winning anything anytime soon. Also, shout out to Aaron as usual. My my obligation as every time I come on here. Shout out to everybody on the pod, and I think that'll be it today. Josh. Well, I have uh, shout outs to everyone tonight who 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 who's tuning in. Uh, Marcus, Jalen, Breeze, Eric, and you. Um, just everybody in general. Um, and uh, shout out to the Hawks, even though we lost tonight. Um, Pack watch. Like, stop it. Like Trey said, we'll see, we'll see them in the A. And, uh, yeah, that's 
Oh, hey, and my son, Jason. Love you. He almost forgot again. Lord, Whew, that poor baby. Lord Jesus, your father keeps forgetting about you. Shameful. Eric, you got any shout outs? Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, all the Titans fans who think Ryan Tannehill is elite. Y'all keep doing what y'all do. I'm going to give a shout out to AJ Brown because your your rival's recruitment videos paid off and they got Julio in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm going to give a shout out to shit, I don't know. I'm going to give a shout out to Migos, man. They're coming out with Coach of Three Friday. I'm ready for Let's that. Go, baby. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. Straight up. Keep it. Gotta keep that. Ain't not straightening, but straightening. What? <laughs> keep keep all that. They gotta get that guest list is deep, is deep too. Keep they gotta track out. Yeah, they already put the guest list out. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, hang on. Wow. I, wow. I did not know how we were getting down over here. That's Straight crazy. Up. Culture three, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go, man. Let's do this. Ooh. They got Drake, Cardi B, Future, Juice World, Pop Smoke, exactly. All right, okay, exactly. I see y'all and Bieber and Bieber. Let's go. I can keep that. Yeah, Let's I'm go. mad. I'm mad about that. <laughs> you can keep that Bieber song. You keep that. I'm still mad at the time I lost listening to Culture Two, but that's neither here nor there. Um, they gave us 19 tracks on him, man. Let's do that. Ooh, I still bump that shit now. It's crazy. That ain't happening. All right. Um. They have a song on here called Mahomes. <laughs> they hate Atlanta Falcons, man. They hate them so much. They hate <laughs> <That's> Ryan. <laughs> no, Quavo hates Matt Ryan. Quavo and Offset hate Matt Ryan. You don't know about this Takeoff. Is, you don't do talk shit. You don't talk about nothing. Wait a minute. How did, how did they have something with Pop Smoke? You know what? It's they recorded it for me. Come on, kid. Come on, man. Come on, man. Nobody what are you doing? Told you, man. That, that ain't that ain't good vodka. That ain't good vodka. Someone go check on her. That, that nigga recording from heaven, like. Oh my God! Good Lord! Yeah, I, I have no shout outs. Um, I might come out of retirement for Madden, and I will be using the Tennessee Titans. So <laughs> get ready to see Derrick Henry. Get the ball about 50 times a game. So, actually, I was gonna do it to antagonize you. Wait, so you gonna get Julio and still not throw him the ball? Yeah, that's no, a waste of time. No, I'm gonna run first team. I, I run the ball for the most part. So, oh, you run the ball? yeah, because running the ball in Madden is fucking broken. So there's no point in throwing. Exactly, unless I'm playing some bums and I'll just do cheese routes. But that's neither here nor there. Anyways, uh, Jeff. Wait, uh, I didn't do my shout outs. I was just about to ask you. I have one. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Jazz. All right. Okay. Shout out to the Jazz. I'm out of here. I'm not coming back. Why are we going to yeah. shout out her? I said I said Jazz, not the Jags. Marcus knows. Oh. Why we shout out her? Marcus. Okay, she's so the reason. Eric, she's the reason Eric, why my account is suspended. Eric, by the way, because your account has been deserved to get suspended. Oh, we're here so we can get this thing suspended again. Oh, we're shouting out to her, man. Hey, I'm not telling you my new account. I'm keeping it low. No, I'm I'm his new account. Hey, oh. yo, chill out. 
Oh, we shouting her out? It's a rap. Heck. Hush. Why we shouting her out? Right, okay, everybody, so we're done with the official podcast. I got some words. I got some words for her. Yeah, we out. Let me end this before I get in trouble. God fucking damn it. End. <laughs>